So hello everyone and welcome to our first podcast, Cookies with Aliens. My name is Filipa and this is my co-host Astrid Weishwold. <laughs> and we are now trying this podcast because we felt inspired to share the conversations that we have very often which we talk about all different topics including of course aliens and all kinds of weird things things stuff weird things and stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a light-hearted podcast and uh, really just to chill out a more a monday chilling out and so to talk a little bit about who we are maybe we'll start with astrid and tell us I'm mute. yes <laughs> you're the first one <laughs> of course <laughs> i don't really know what to say but um you're maybe huh you're a wonderful gift what's my gift you know, this is so, um, you know, always how it is that um, if you have something where different people might think that this is special or this is different, then for you it is so normal that you really need it, as I did, a long time to really see and accept that this might be something not everyone, everyone can do. Mm -hmm. And so... It was that I met Filippa and I saw her in a different um, incarnation we had together uh -huh. when we two were pirates and um, yes and uh, so everything started by that. Yes, because Astrid can see or perceive other people's past lives or other people's parallel incarnations <laughs> in a very natural way. And usually it comes to you in different ways, right? It depends. Yeah. It's pictures, it's sounds, it's really... Sometimes it's just overfloating me while I'm looking at someone. And sometimes I really have to go deep inside of me while talking to somebody until it comes. So I can really very rarely totally say that it's always just there so um also that was maybe something where for me it got so normal that i couldn't see that um even that is maybe a bit different than other people perceive other mm -hmm. people yeah because i mean if you grow with that for you it's like everyone can do it it's, it's like yeah what you know it, it it's different I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably. But you know, for me, it was an amazing gift when I gift what I heard that you can just channel an alien, you know, that uh, you really just uh, open up and then talk with maybe it's your voice, but kind of it isn't. So, um, and I really thought this is amazing. So please tell us uh, what's your gift. <laughs> Let's shift the thing here. Yes, please. <laughs> so, yes. So I can channel a being called Hyla. I mean, it's not exactly her name, but it's the name that she 
uses more as a symbolic connection also because in a way although i i've been only channeling her for about one year um this name the that we choose i i know it was kind of both of us that choose this it was her way of showing me that i've been connecting with her since i was very young by writing and all that that's the first time this came this name came and all the information about it but of course i was practicing that kind of channeling state but i wasn't aware that it was a channeling state <laughs> i just kind of I, I was just having fun by writing and drawing and a lot of information came already then but i mean the conscious the really the conscious uh, pool was one year ago and it was very sudden after i made also a channeling session with um, Viteka Kuhov, who is another channeler, another Yael channeler. She channels uh, Arjun. And after that was really, I got these intuitive nudges almost, almost guiding me and saying like, if you picture this or if you focus yourself on this feeling. And, and as I was doing that, <clears throat> I started getting more and more connected to Hyla and I started receiving information and then I I could also see that uh, she was also from the Yael that's the same uh, race that Arjun was and I mean things just started from there I started practicing with my online guinea pigs <laughs> Astrid was one of my first online guinea pigs in a very and I loved it so much <laughs> in a very synchronistic meeting <laughs> it was so cool because you know when things are to happen they just do and if you are following your excitement and your passion the perfect people will just find you and this was a very unique friendship that we were able to develop here because as Astrid was saying we already had I don't know if you tell told that already we we had some connections from from um, our past lives too mm -hmm. and also from the IL <laughs> so it's past and future are connected and that really helped us also to feel this bond that was like I, I never met you but you're really cool and then we just started talking <laughs> yeah I think the the speciality also for me was really to time by time realize that there is no future and no past and I think you and Hyla were really the ones who really opened up my eyes in that because for me it was always it's your past life and and maybe this is your future life or maybe um, this can be that you come from this planet when I see, for example, a, an alien in front of me instead of the person. And so when you told me that we are also very close friends or when Haida told us that we are very close friends at the Yael and you then got the downloads from that, from that and uh, also you made the most beautiful drawing how you perceive the counterpart, I don't know, or the friend, or I don't know how to say, uh -huh. then I was so flashed that 
from then on it it was even more even more amazing to really to see what we can do every one of us and what is to perceive and um what we can't yet see maybe all of us not just we but i think everyone has some maybe special gifts he hasn't he or she hasn't developed yet and they will come out Mm -hmm. And so yours for me was so special too that, um, yes, I'm very grateful for that connection now too on all levels. Yes, well, me too, because you're also allowing me to um, experience and to know many different things too, because I really think that, of course, we, all of us are always channeling in different ways, usually through the these artistic ways like drawing painting music dancing or even something where you can really just get lost in or and and your gift it i mean it's all different forms of channeling and that also by meeting you and exchanging that information i mean i was able also to figure out uh, figure out a lot of different things also about myself i mean it's a reflection and uh, mm -hmm. it's it's really helpful also for me and it's just really fun so i mean it's it's the perfect cookie time yes. <laughs> always and the perfect topic for a podcast right <laughs> yes so i mean we really do intend only with this podcast to have cookies with all of you and to have a fun time with all of you and this is not supposed to be anything too serious it's just exchanging informations about all different things and i mean we can even eventually have some questions and talk about some questions that you might have if you do and you can comment <laughs> i have to do some advertising you know <laughs> And uh, yeah, so today we'll start with something, some topic. What do you, you want know, to talk about? <laughs> maybe the topic which I really love so much is that we sometimes ask Tyler if she wouldn't like to come and join us for a few cookies. And mm -hmm. um, I even asked her if she already, no, if she, if she knows if they on their planet if they have also coffee because i'm such a big coffee lover i mean i know you you prefer tea but uh, yes. for me it was really an important question like okay if i'm at the yahiel do i really still drink coffee and would they join us if we invited them and they really said something very cool which i still have so much in my mind like you know, we we are meeting each other and with so many of you um, so often in your night times and we are already having tea hours or coffee hours, even though they don't have coffee anymore, I found out. But uh, <laughs> they and this was so cool for me to just to imagine that we are already with them in their spaceships and having some tea and you know, just nice conversations and, mm -hmm. oh yes, and maybe this would also be a nice uh, topic if you want to talk about that mm -hmm. um, with our special dream both of us had, totally independent yes. from each other. This was yes. for me and for all the people I'm telling, 
Yeah. Please, yes, tell it. It it was just the most amazing thing I could have ever imagined, really. Yes, I was the beginning. I'm not only that, that your cousin came to you and uh, told you that there is something outside. Oh yeah. Yes, that that was kind of weird. <laughs> I but I I don't exactly now remember really the beginning, but I remember that part. I was dreaming that I was small, maybe around eight years old or something in the beginning of the of that dream. And always it's kind of curious because when I dream about um, ETs, I'm always usually around that age, eight years old, 10 years uh-huh. old. Mm-hmm. Yes. So <laughs> they say it's some kind of memories and it probably is because really the, the age is almost always the same. And in that dream, I think it was something like this. Now, maybe you'll have a better memory from that than I do. But I think it was that there was a being on the other side of my, the door of my house. And my, my cousin was, uh, he, he was wanting to peek, but he was kind of also like a little startled. Like, so we're going to open the door, right? <laughs> And then we eventually did. And I think then that second part of the dream, I was my normal age, (laughs) the me I am now. And I was uh, in front of a big field and there was a spaceship. And I remember seeing, I was a little far further away. And I remember seeing that there were, I think it was three people, right? Mm -hmm entering the the spaceship three grace right yeah but mm-hmm. but also but also uh, people uh, that because my cousin was one of them mm-hmm. it was you and i don't think the other i don't remember now who it was i remember that i told you all people when i had the dream but i i, th- I don't know if it was my brother or it was someone, but, but you, so how was that was because I didn't knew who was the third people or the third person. And you told me that you had a dream also, right? Mm -hmm. That, that you were entering a spaceship. (laughs) And that was so cool. Yes. We're almost the same, right? So tell your part. Maybe I'll remember also mine a little bit. It was that we, as so many times um, we called each other in the morning just to have a breakfast talk and um, I was like oh you know I had an amazing dream this night about aliens and you were like oh yeah me too Um, uh, but tell yours first and I was like okay this is weird already and so I told you that I um, dreamt that I was entering a spaceship with um, two or three greys which were inviting me to come in Uh and uh, there were others waiting inside um, until I got in but then I forgot about the rest and then you said that you saw me entering a spaceship with a few greys and other people (laughs) and this was so weird because this is really I mean, who can tell this is a coincidence or something? This is, Uh it was the same night, right? Yeah. And yes, it, it was like that, yeah. 
because I remember that it was like perfect match <laughs> what I was saying and what you, you were saying too. But for me, the only thing was because, of course, I do think also that these dreams represent a part of it that may have been very well an encounter, but the way it's presented or the way we remember these also has a symbolic meaning for us. And so I remember seeing it from a little farther away, further away, and being like screaming, no, don't enter the spaceship, don't enter the spaceship. <laughs> Because I'm always, although I, I do channel Hyla, I am still figuring out, I have some still some fear beliefs about it that I'm working with, about more seeing them face to face than anything else. And so that was also a reflection of that. Um, uh, but uh, but you totally went in. <laughs> you didn't <I> care. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if if there was now a spaceship just landing here in my room. If I could be <laughs> as cool as I perceived myself in the dream. So I don't I don't know. But I mean, you know that when I always when I ask Kyla like, oh please, can you come and please and And she's always like, you know, you don't know how many shadow parts still are working inside of you and which all would come out as soon as we, with our higher vibration, would enter your space. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I think that I couldn't be as cool as I was in that dream, <laughs> even though, of course, the part of me really wants to have that and really... I would love it because I know it's our soul family and star family. And um, I mean, I know that there are also maybe aliens which are maybe not as good as we might think, but there are so many humans too, which are not as good. Exactly. As... And so this is always a, yes, a conversation I can't have because I'm just together with the good ones, you know? <laughs> yes, it's just how it is. If the others yeah. came, you you can just say, I don't want to hang out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're too uncool, uncool for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to hang out with those. Uh, it's yeah. chill, it's chill. Okay, you can do your stuff, but not with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But do you remember, have you then entered the spaceship as well? I don't remember that part, to be honest. On that dream specifically, I didn't. I don't think I did. But I had some other dreams where I was inside of a spaceship. But all very different ones. Um, and I think sometimes i i start to mix up things a bit but now i'm not sure if i ever saw yes i had some dreams where i saw other humans inside the 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 spaceships ah want to talk about yeah that was also one of my first well first dreams after i started channeling because after i started channeling in a more conscious way these started to be much more frequent So I guess I've been having some ET encounters, probably. <laughs> Much more frequent. Quite sure. Good. <laughs> And so trying to overcome my fear also in my dreams of seeing them, because in my dreams, usually it's like, I know that they are there, 
and that dream specifically. I remember that the dream was almost like darkness in the beginning because I was, I was shutting my eyes because I was like, I knew that there were beings next to me, but I didn't want to see them. And so I was like, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them. <laughs> They're not there. They're not there. <laughs> yes. But I could totally feel them. And, um, and I eventually, but, uh, I would start to do this and I saw that there were other people around me. We were, well, maybe around three or five, uh, me included. I think we were three or five, no, uh, four. <laughs> I mean four. Close. <laughs> it was the middle number. <laughs> I think we were four. But the the others were just there. I don't remember them really doing anything. And when I eventually I I I like build up my courage and then I, I really took a quick glance and then I was like, oof, I did it. <laughs> And I remember thinking, oh, but they they look just like us. Because I think I was afraid of them looking too different. But they really look like humans. I mean, I could see they weren't, but they look like. And I think mm -hmm. that was the only dream about the IEL that I can really remember that I had seeing them physically. And it was a woman and a man standing next, next to each other. So I'm almost sure the woman probably was Hyla. <laughs> just standing, really. Just, they were not doing anything. They were just like looking at me, smiling, as I was like, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. Oh, yes, they look, they look like humans. <laughs> A great first encounter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she must be like, but you're always channeling me. Come on. <laughs> talking with you and then you don't want to see me <laughs> i really wonder if we do things like that just in the moment we are kind of more aware or if it is always like this you know that we when we see them are like a bit like shyish because we feel so human mm -hmm. in a way i i don't know yeah well, I, I think it's really like you're saying, it's like, because probably you also had that experience. There are dreams where you can really easily hang out, hang out with them, but it's almost like you're seeing it, but almost like you're sleeping. It's not, it's you, but it's really not you. There's mm -hmm. not that human focus there as much. And I mm -hmm. think those that we start to feel more of that fears because we are like practicing bringing a little bit more of that human awareness. So we can start getting used to them in our dream time. So when they really come, it's going to be much easier because it's like we, it's really like a practice run during the dreams. And um Maybe because they always said, like you were saying in the beginning, uh, Hyla and a lot of other beings have said already that we are meeting in our dream state. But since it's not our human awareness there, we just hang out normally and we have tea times <laughs> and coffee. Yes, times. And, <laughs> yes, and I think 
probably if we too, for example, now as Philippa and Astrid would perceive ourselves in the way we look there, mm -hmm. I think maybe we would also be very maybe shocked or maybe, you know, I don't, I mean, I know now that we have so many parallel versions of ourselves and not just in the human form, also in all kinds of alien forms yeah. and, and non-forms, you know, like floating energy and everything. And so <laughs> it's just this human thing that we always want to see things as we are used to see them. Yeah. And so you're right, probably it's just a kind of a, um, getting us used to really perceive things more and more differently and i can really feel it that everything is changing now i mean 2020 was the most changing year ever for all of us i think yeah. and so now they can really start to change more uh -huh. yeah step by step yeah you know what i was remembering just now wasn't it during a, a channeling that hyla said to you that we me and you had already physically met on a spaceship. Yes. Yeah. So maybe it was that dream that we also shared. I eventually got in. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe really. I mean, now nothing for me is in any form um, totally unusual or, you know, it's, it's <laughs> I don't know why, but I really think for them, and there are so many different races who probably really see us humans as the totally alien, you know, because oh, yeah. we can't see anything real or <laughs> we can't perceive anything how it seems to be perceived in, in, the, in the rest of the universe. We can't <laughs> really feel, we can't really touch. And so we are probably really the, the most aliens uh, yeah who who really exist in the in the universe right yeah yes exactly but it's like they see us see us in a curious way and for us we see them like oh god you're going to kill me <laughs> i don't know you know that that kind of um this is really connected to to the collective of course and maybe mm -hmm. it's also a reflection of the collective because our tendency maybe is, is to see parts of ourselves reflected on others. And so probably we are reacting to them as we would, as a human species, sometimes react to new beings that we feel that we could have a little more knowledge than them in any or a different kind of knowledge. Mm -hmm. In our past, usually humans are the conqueror. <laughs> so maybe we are seeing that reflected also to us. And that's our fear that they are going to do to us what we do to others. <laughs> Probably. I really think that we don't have any perceptions of beings who can just pop up in our room and be just love. I think for us, yeah. this is so a weird thing. Even the teleport thing is weird already even yeah. though now i really heard that there are more and more people who really know how to do that on our planet and i just found out about a guy um i think his name is dr bruce goldberg and he has written a book about it and i found it in my shelf like it has been always there it, really and yes and i 
I really, I, I, um, I was like, since when is this book in my shelf? It's, <laughs> it's, uh, the title is Exploring the Fifth Dimension. And I really, I, I have no idea when it came to me or, or how, but um, I read it maybe again and I just don't remember. I really have no idea. And um, he talks about that even somebody like Oprah Winfrey is one of his clients, customers, however you, you might call that. And he is really one of the leaders of teleportion. And uh, he even told people how to do it. And so I really now, and maybe you want to join me, I am thinking about just trying to get a seminar at his place i think he lives in california or some all those people live in california i think like <laughs> usually <really. right. laughs> and um he just he really he he said that he is able to think like oh it's friday afternoon i don't have to do anything anymore and i would like to be at the beach so he just gets dressed in a beachy way and then he just teleports to florida on the beach and just go swimming for three hours and then teleports himself back again on the couch. And so I'm like, okay, maybe just we don't know much about it, but there are already people who do. And um, I think it gets more and more and more that we don't just see aliens as normal, but things like this as well. And, and I'm so excited about all that, right? It's so exciting. And, and does the guy explain how he does that in the book? Yes. Yes, he says that, of course, he wants to sell um, his CDs and his, um, so the book must be old because he's still talking about, I think he even talks about tapes. I'm just not sure, but maybe CDs was the format. But uh, he says that you get into a very deep, relaxed state and in a very, very deep rela rela um, relaxation. Uh -huh. And uh, then you just um, see yourself on the place you want to be and really perceive everything like it is there, like the smell, the, the, you know, the feeling of it, everything. And then he says, I mean, I, I really, I can't really see how I am able to do that, but um, he says, it's so easy. You can really just do it. But do you remember when we talked with Hyla about teleportion and she said that for us it might be a bit challenging because um, for us it might be shocking and uh, was she, was it her or was it you who told me that maybe we would wake up, you know, to our really, to our real soul thing if we once had those kind of experience walking out of the door and suddenly uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. there were palm trees or something instead of the normal trees which are there yeah that sometimes um yeah i don't remember if that was channel or really if it was me who said it to you in a normal conversation no, i'm not yes sure. i think it was you to be honest that we just had one of our normal alien oh. conversations talking about teleportion i mean what else <laughs> it, um, and I really think it, you said this and it totally made so. sense that we, we created yeah. all of this. And so if we want to have a different kind of creation, we have to be prepared for it, right? We yeah. can't just pop out our normal life. Yeah, because yes, because it would, if you could do that, you would completely realize that this is 
reality is almost like a lucid dream. It's not really as physical. And if you weren't prepared for that, it might have been, it might be very shocking. So I think we will only really, and maybe because now I was thinking usually monks and um, uh, those, those people that are really focused on spirituality usually are the ones who can levitate and can teleport and all of those things. And they are completely aware. It's almost like the matrix that they, they, this reality isn't exactly real. So I, mm -hmm. I mean, if we can perhaps reach a state where all of our body cells are like completely aligned with that idea, then we can easily do it. Like, like Neo in the matrix can do all of that thing. Those, those stuff. Maybe we can do it also. And maybe that guy too. Don't know the the one that wrote the book <laughs> yes I, I i really think so too that maybe it's just us now realizing more and more that we are in kind of a lucid dream like you said and yeah and all the people who can do that you know lucid dreaming um probably also know that in a way and i have to be honest i didn't once really tried to to have a lucid dream because i think it will really yeah i don't know how to say even like pop me out totally of my normal life and i i am already someone who gets easily popped out of her normal life so i think if i would then now also practice lucid dreaming i think i could lose myself and so i really i i don't even try it because i have those you know, soul travels already, astral travels. And if I now start start really perceiving my life as as I had a dream also last week, I think I told you where everything started to be just numbers, like in the yeah. Matrix film also. Mm -hmm. And so if it is like this and you suddenly perceive your life as this, how can you continue having a normal life? How can you you know, talk to somebody and suddenly maybe he or she changes into those numbers and you should still talk to him or her. And I think it would really totally get me out of this here too quick, too soon. And I think my soul is not very interested in that now. Yeah, yeah. well, I think probably lucid dreaming and like astral traveling and and like like what like uh, how you were saying like um you can easily also travel even if you're not exactly sleeping you mm -hmm. can put yourself in a meditative meditative state that you'll do exactly. that exactly mm -hmm. and i think they probably are the same but maybe acting as different permission slips because for me i think it's easier to have that permission slip that it's a lucid dream because for me it's like if it's something too out there i can always when i wake up i can always think oh that was a weird dream it's you know mm -hmm. keep it at a distance <laughs> mm -hmm. so maybe that's also why many of us have those experiences while sleeping usually those it can really be can really be because you are someone for me at least to really, I think you can 
quite good you are quite good in you know in really um, how do you say dividing things into what is and what could be and for me very often it feels like there is kind of a perception inside of me which sometimes has difficulties to make those differences you know what ah. is reality now and what isn't and mm -hmm. um that if i'm suddenly gone you know then then really it 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 sounds weird but maybe it is as more i don't know as more sensitive you get or as more i don't know what what it really is all about but i'm kind of very happy to have this flaw when i where i can sometimes just go barefoot and if i'm in this state of totally shaking and totally not knowing if i am now in my body or not and i have the grass where i can really just step on and ground myself again mm -hmm. i think if i wouldn't have this like you do like really i think you can i don't know how you do it maybe you can you can give us a good uh, you know how you how you really can like align yourself again very quickly and very good and maybe you have a great tip or something mm, let me think you're saying more like sometimes things happen and i it's like i think this is what you're saying i i have practiced like when something happens to me or when i'm feeling a strong emotion i can see myself as a third person and seeing it in an objective way almost right yes yes and you can align direct yeah I mean, sometimes easier than others, of course, <laughs> but I think that's uh, the same with everyone. But I actually think that I got this practice because my tendency was um, I, I can be very anxious and I always was very anxious I, because I didn't know exactly how to deal with the anxiety. And I, I made some psychotherapy also, but my, my tendency was when things got too stressful for me, it was almost like an involuntary pop out. I would feel totally numb to everything as if I was sleeping in my body, like a rock, no emotion. And this happened for a long time, but when those things happened and the stress was too great, I would see myself like like if i was out of my body um from I another perspective exactly mm -hmm. uh, i think in in portuguese they call this uh personalization so in english must be something like depersonalization the i i have to to i'll search the the term and yeah but i totally right. get it i think it's it is something like deeper i i think but okay no i'm not sure but i totally know what you mean yes uh -huh. and so i think although that usually is like a defense mechanism for you it's like your body saying you're getting too stressed and so let's make this because it makes it easier mm -hmm. it can be very harmful if you don't know how to deal with it because you will have the tendency can have the tendency to repress emotions and i sure did <laughs> i still do sometimes <laughs> but <laughs> the positive from that is that i really learned to be calm in that viewing state and so now i can sometimes use it as my advantage it's like i 
if I'm getting too sad with something, too angry, too even with the happy things, if I want to see like from another person's perspective, it's like I can almost like imagine that I'm seeing myself from the outside. And if the me who is feeling that was my friend, what would I say? How would I feel? And then I start to think it in a very logical way only. The, the third one is very logical. Really like separating the logical from the emotional. And sometimes I get to some cool conclusions it's uh i i like using that strategy a lot for me i might be helpful for someone who might want to try it too <laughs> yes really i i mean i saw for example your video where you made those shadow work parts mm -hmm. and i was really so so amazed how you really did that because for me i i am not the most logical person as you know and i i haven't found a way yet to really like observe myself from that logical part which mm -hmm. hopefully is also inside of me somewhere and mm -hmm. um, so of i get course. so deep involved in the in the emotions that i can't see myself in any way any you know so i i really um then I, I kind of, it, it, it sounds stupid, but I have the experiences and I, I had it, I would say quite often that I have the feeling I'm just fading away. Like I'm dissolving myself. I think we already talked about that also, yeah. like really just, and sometimes I don't even know if this is possible, you know, if somebody can just dissolve itself. So as soon as I, get this idea that I'm about to dissolve, I'm like really running out in the garden trying to ground myself because I don't want to see if it is possible and I don't want to have the experience like trying mm. to talk to somebody and he, he can't see you anymore. And yes. um, I think for some people this might sound really weird, but I think you know and I know that we can talk so normal that we perceive ourselves as maybe not as normal as some other people would perceive themselves but at least normal enough to really be able to have normal lives in a way yeah normal in our weirdness we're quirky. yes <laughs> yes exactly yes and i think more than that is like we're not afraid of thinking about weird things because sometimes seems people are afraid of thinking weird things like i shouldn't think of this it's too weird but why not it's not going to eat you or anything <laughs> <laughs> yes that's true and i think it it makes life so much so much more fun if yeah. the weird things really appear in your lives and you can speculate about them and you yes. can talk about them right yeah and wondering is this true is this not Am I making this up? Am I not? Because if it is true and it's like something really magical, it's so cool. It's much better, isn't it? Yes. It's yes. The normal, the normal sometimes can be so boring. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, I think I, I would say that probably the people who watch videos like this or podcasts, hear podcasts like this. Yeah. Um, also are really fond of the idea that 
Harry Potter can really do things maybe other people can do too or Lord yes. of the Rings is something which is not so off than they might get from other people the idea and so for me it's really so normal that we just don't know anymore how to do it but I'm so sure we live in a magical world we just have to find everything again which makes it more magical and really right exactly and i think it's we we choose to be uh, humans really just to do that in a more challenging way it would be much easier if we were in spirit or uh, like a, a quasi physical being almost like like the il they're not really they're more physical than that but um if we were more non-physical it would be much easier just to move things that are far away or stuff like that but for us as wanting to experience this as a human it's like i'm going to find a way to do it even being completely dense and completely physical because i'm an immense powerful being and that's really cool yes yes <laughs> and it it really i think as more we think about it as more it's, it's really so exciting and so spectacular this, that i really that my days are so bright just because of that and i think you have the same experiences that yeah that we nearly can feel the people who still perceive everything as being so dense because they don't want to let those thoughts maybe get into their head I mean that's okay totally but for me it really it makes life so much more special and um, yes yes and i think for us and um, i mean for us it's it's more difficult to try and refuse these things than to accept them and i think the normal or at least what people try to because i think also a lot of people try to fit in although they really don't they they feel a part of them might feel that it's not exactly like that for them but they're close enough so they try to blend in and i think for us and for a lot of people more and more it's getting harder to just blend in and not think about anything other than what science says is it's true and society because of course science has as it's val valid uh, meaning but how why not science trying to figure out things that might seem very supernatural what why are they so afraid of that you know sometimes it seems like it i had an amazing conversation with a close friend about that because she really she she has lots of um how do you say knowledge about science and and quantum physics and everything you know My and um, <laughs> she said that if we could just give them something they could explore but um you know not just mm. telling them uh you know what about moving the chair by telekinesis mm. um, but really show them that this is real they would mm. also be more interested but as they seemingly have no really no real people or no no how do you say you know um, that they don't have p 
people yet who really willingly do that in front of cameras and do that in you know so it still is kind of still in a in a corner where the people are just weird because they are not daring to 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 call all the you know physics uh, physicists or quantum physicists and really prove that yeah. this is really true so as soon as we two can really teleport ourselves and really do whatever harry potter is able to do we are really one of the first right uh, calling yeah. the some of the scientists over to really to to prove it yeah but i was thinking that's probably very tricky but but i can totally understand that that perspective because think about it usually for you to do these kinds of things usually you'd have to be in a very flowing state completely zero resistance mm -hmm. and if you want to do it because it needs to be measured right now it's like just to show that you can do it almost you probably won't be able to do it then i because, think this is the trick yeah because it's still not something as physical of course we are not but in in the sense that's not as it doesn't have have that momentum that like for example moving your arm does you can just think and you can show to other people that you can do it but that is very non-physical there's not a lot of momentum so even the people that are measuring it they can try to be neutral but imagine if there are people also that aren't quite into that it, it makes everything much harder there's not there's not that momentum and so the resistance even just a tiny bit of it probably will make everything much more difficult it's not the it's not the path of least resistance <laughs> yeah that's yet. true and i think it's like you said it makes everything so much more dense and mm. so it would probably also make us more dense and so mm -hmm. our, our vibration would not be high enough to really to show it and uh, exactly. so we couldn't do it yeah. yeah that's true so yes that definitely makes things much more difficult and and then in the end i think it goes to the that very small principle it's like believe it before you can see it and not the other way around exactly and i think for i would say 90% of the of the human race it's exactly the other way around right yeah. it's like okay show me and then i will believe it but exactly. uh, yeah you're, you're totally right i mean how should we then do it but you know you probably also i mean you send it even to me the the video of the spaceship in new jersey where so many <laughs> yes. you know so many films about it and still they're figuring out if this could have been just a test thing of the nasa yeah. or you know and yeah. so even that i think the, the spaceship really has to land in front of everyone and greetings and you know and, yes. and this won't happen probably until yeah. whatever yeah that one i think it was that one in los angeles right los angeles i think it was new jersey i think oh new jersey mm -hmm. on yes, the on the driveway yeah 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 mm -hmm. that 
they they then were able like to focus and see that focus or they they had some films from another some other perspectives and it was the that has a name i don't remember now the name but it's almost like a zeppelin the it's uh, the the goodwill zeppelin it's 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 like a, a brand that was passing uh-huh. around but, but this was not the one i mean i mean the one uh, which was like filmed four days ago or five days ago where like hundreds of people were putting out their their cameras and uh, filmed it and it was a triangle shape and it was really flashing lights and and there everybody put their film in that story i i i thought i i sent you but i can send it again yeah really there are so many people talking about that in their cars like like oh my gosh the, the aliens are going to get us and you can really see how excited everybody there is and how many people are perceiving that spaceship and and one of the commented commentators in that uh, you know in that um, in uh, forum where in the where they all put those films said something like you know we are still believing it's something the nasa did or the the government did but if they did it why didn't they tell and why are they why why are they still here just just uh, saying like hello we're aliens and if it is not them why aren't they here to protect us why aren't they also uh, in the sky and like um, yeah. yes and i thought wow it's so amazing now it's starting and Hila said it's going to start around now right mm-hmm. she said it yes yes but it's it's that protecting state of being that's like why aren't they here to help us the thing is we have to learn to help ourselves <laughs> first yes, yes. That's and the- why should we in that moment help ourselves i mean what should we do i, I think they would laugh if we tried to run away <laughs> you mean you know it's uh I think we couldn't do anything if they would want to do us harm we couldn't do anything so exactly it's just you know yes and since the beginning of humankind i mean they had a lot of time to do it <laughs> if they were harmful they would have done anything already so yes you're right but not saying um, that of course there aren't there can be beings that aren't so good but that doesn't mean that that how to explain this that those are the ones that are here and that those and also that we can't do anything about that we always can do something about it so either it's good or bad we can always solve it we can always in a peaceful way in a loving way and just by having this perspective loving beings will be the ones reflected to us because we are loving yeah and so we have to spread that we have yeah. to spread that love with the help of thousands of other people who are willingly to willing to to do that and um but what about and um, have you checked the time by the way because yes, uh, i was going to say that because i was checking i was checking <laughs> yeah because my 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 phone just told me that my airpods are going down and oh. so i knew it must be about so we can always double check like this right exactly it's the the airport timer it, it's <laughs> a ring. 
Okay. <laughs> so we'll finish our first episode then. Yeah. Uh, maybe just by saying that you can follow us on our YouTube channels, Astrid Hazard, Astrid Feichfold YouTube channel. That's in German though, but it's a good reason to learn German. <laughs> It's a good incentive <laughs> and um, I also have a YouTube cha channel it's uh, connecting with Hyla and where I do I share Hyla's channelings and that's it we'll leave the links in the description and we'll do this weekly if things go okay we'll see we try every Monday let's see how things sort out yes so it's for your Monday blues. <laughs> so we do hope we enjoyed this and you enjoyed this. And we'll see you around. Thank you, Astrid. <laughs> Thank you, Filippa. It was amazing as always. See you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>